You're listening to a world-famous pop-up show, only on Trans Radio UK. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the bisexuality. Bisexuality. Bi. It's the bi show. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Megan. Say hi, Megan. Hello. Megan is Avril's child, though I feel wrong for saying that, simply yes. because you are the same age as me, though you've given Avril permission to say daughter. Yes, I have. Just makes it easier and makes people not assume that I'm a 12-year-old, especially since my voice, if you can't see my face and you just hear my voice, and I get this a lot while like gaming and things, people instantly assume I'm a 12-year-old boy. I am happy that I don't have that issue. (laughs) Um, Though I do keep getting messages in the chat room saying I sound sweet. Sweet? That's a compliment. Is it though? I'd take it. I would take Um, it. I'm not entirely sure. Um, (laughs) You know, I'll I'll, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. Okay. Um, So we are celebrating Bisexuality Week bisexual awareness week bisexual visibility week yes not invisibility I I do keep accidentally tweeting it (laughs) it is definitely giving me the wrong attention but it's giving me gender euphoria every time a GC has told me that I'm a man in drag so you know I'm I'm gonna accept it absolutely perfect (laughs) (laughs) if, if I control them just a tiny bit I'm doing my job right. Yeah. (laughs) Someone's got to do it. It's the job that someone's got, and unfortunately it's mine. Uh, (laughs) I I love annoying them. (laughs) It's it's just so entertaining. I just... uh, Oh, yeah. It warms my heart. My cold, (laughs) cold heart. (laughs) So, I have a question for you. Because, obviously, we have already discussed partially about this with the fact that there's two parts of the bi umbrella. So under the bi umbrella is everyone that is non-monosexual. Yes. And that obviously includes pansexuals, omnisexuals, everyone else. Polysexuals. It just continues going. And on several occasions, I've identified with at least seven of them. I bounced around for a very long time before I realised I was asexual. (laughs) Awkward! It's like, I'm attracted to everyone. I'm attracted to only a few people. I'm attracted to everyone, but I have a preference for one. Wait, I'm not attracted to any of you. (laughs) Such a big leap. (laughs) It, it, It really was. It was a very strange leap of... I think I'm attracted to everyone. Actually, no, I hate you all. <laughs> I think that's what any kind of self-identification is like, though. It's like you'll jump between loads of different things until you find the one that's the most like you. Exactly. Like you either find an umbrella term that you identify with because there's nothing that's specific enough, or yes. you find one that's so niche that nobody understands. Yeah, it's one or the other. <laughs> like Trixic. I quite liked that one until I found out that it was made by a racist and then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to go oh. back to being ace. It's fine. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick with being asexual. Um, 
yeah, it's not for me. <laughs> it was it was doing so well, and then the creator just ruined it for everyone. Why did yeah. they do that? I don't know. Um, Some people just have to ruin the good things. Well, they always have to ruin the good things because yeah. if they don't ruin the good things, then you know we have good things. Exactly. <laughs> and that's and just the world doesn't like that. It's really not. <laughs> the world um, does not like people being happy. <laughs> it does not like people being nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, under the umbrella, as we were yep. saying, um, before I went on a tangent, <laughs> as usual, <laughs> um, we, we've realised that there is two types of bisexual, and or two types of people under the bi-umbrella. There are shy say that they are bisexuals, which is basically anyone that isn't bisexual but says that they're bisexual because it's easier to say they're bisexual because everybody knows what bisexual is but they don't know what omniromantic is, omnisexual is, polysexual, sometimes occasionally pansexual, panromantic, etc. And then there is the very, 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 very confident pansexuals. <laughs> and um, I just wish I had their confidence. Honestly, same. <laughs> I, I, just, I don't know where they get it from. Um, no. I really wish they could lend me some. I, I honestly think they're just born with it. <laughs> uh, they've got to be. Like, yeah. given I am a very confident NB. Um, yeah, I I will. Like I have shut people down <laughs> in public, <laughs> in person. But like I just I don't know I don't know why my sexuality is different, and I think it's most likely due to. Oh, I should tell you the story. Oh God, there's a story. <laughs> there's a story. There's a full story. So. I was working at a very large company and I was part of the LGBT network and it was fantastic. Yes. And I made a Discord server for the network because they needed a server that wasn't internal, they needed one that was external so that everybody could use it outside of work um, and basically ask for support and that kind of stuff, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. And. This person decided that it was a good idea to have channels for each sexuality and gender, um, so that if people wanted to discuss between uh, with someone of the same sexuality, they could do so. And I was just like, yeah, that's, that's cool, that's fine, I'll do it. So I set them up, and I put asexuality as well. The next okay. question that I got was, what is the difference between asexuality and a castrated paedophile? Oh. Oh. And this was a serious question. <laughs> like, I genuinely, oh. for, for a sweet second, I thought this person was asking a satirical question or making a joke as as an autistic person, uh, neurodivergent, I was like, mm, what's happening here? Is this supposed to be funny? And I showed it yeah. to my fellow ace friend, um, who also worked at the business. And she looked at it and went, they're not making a joke, they're asking seriously. 
So I then had to respond with, are you trying to suggest that asexuals are pedophiles? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> trying to say that chemically castrating someone of any kind automatically makes them asexual. And they were just like, well, you don't have sexual attraction. It's just like, yes, but someone who is chemically castrated still has sexual attraction. Yeah. They just, in layman's terms, can't get it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I genuinely, this, this person was in their 40s and the oh head God, of the okay. network. Oh, no. And I... I think I left the company the month later. Yeah, I, just, I, I, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised. Because I reported it to my manager because I was like, you know what? I, I need to bring it up with management because if the network that's supposed to be supporting LGBTQIA is suggesting that asexuals are paedophiles, yeah. we need to fix this. So yeah. I raised it. And my manager raised it with HR, and HR's response was, "You, because I was an agency worker and not an official permanent member of staff, they weren't going to investigate it. Oh my god, what? Yeah. That is so bad! Their mistake was not getting me to sign an NDA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm Definitely. not gonna, I'm not gonna out the person, I'm not gonna say anything about, like, uh, the company, but oh, come on! That is so bad. This company was in the Stonewall Equality Index, and sadly, quite high. Oh no! But the thing is, that is, is so that... bad. Exactly, and this came from quite a prominent lesbian trans woman, which made it so much worse. Because obviously we deal with so much from gender criticals and we deal with so much from ace phobes. And yep. she was known for making bi jokes, which she has no right to do because she ain't bi. Yeah. Um, she was known for making the pansexual joke of, oh, you're gonna uh, a pan? So it's like, no. Oh. I'm going to lick a frying pan when there's bacon fine it. Um, <laughs> feels uh, but yeah it was, it was just really disheartening knowing that the head did that you know yeah that's and horrible I was just like I, I'm, I'm out <laughs> peace yeah. see you later I would be too but you know let's let's get back to the bisexuality <laughs> what was the question uh, you had a uh, question. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, the question. This is terrible. This is no longer the bisexual show. This is now the NB show. <laughs> okay, yeah, pretty much. Pow. So, the question was this. Are you a finger gun bisexual or an okay sign NB? Oh, I'm definitely not a finger gun bisexual. I can say that much. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm the finger gun bisexual. I just can't help it. I think at this point it's become a tick. Because <laughs> um, like, I'll just be in the middle of a random conversation as, and as soon as I think something happy is about to happen, I do the click finger guns, which unfortunately has not served me well in some situations. 
Yeah, I can imagine it would. <laughs> yeah. I accidentally clicked and finger gunsed when I found out that my granddad died. <gasps> oh. <laughs> so, thankfully, oh. he, he didn't like me and I didn't like him, but that's not really the point. No! <laughs> it was directly to my dad's face as well, and it, it was my oh dad's my. dad. <laughs> oh no! What oh, side that's... is that he oh. left? But it's. <laughs> you just can't help it sometimes, it just happens. Yeah. And, uh. That's yeah. unfortunate. It is really unfortunate. I'm not that a terrible. Well, am I a terrible person? I'm definitely a terrible person. I'm a terrible person <laughs> to an extent. A I... terrible, lovable person. Go with that. I'll take it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it's mainly because, obviously, autistic. <laughs> um, yeah. I do not pick up on social cues. Ninety percent of the time, I cannot read if your face is sad. So. Um. If you're crying in front of me, I might be thinking you're happy. Oh. <laughs> Which has happened too often. Oh no. <laughs> uh, it doesn't work out well. Um, I can imagine it wouldn't. <laughs> Let me just quickly laugh in your face while you're crying. Oh wow. Yeah, I know. Oh. <laughs> Promise I'm not horrible. I'm just <laughs> different. <laughs> I believe you, don't worry. You go with different. Unique. Unique is a good word. Unique. Unique is a good word. As my previous manager used to call me, I am quirky. Yeah, quirky works as well. That's how they describe Sheldon Cooper. (laughs) Oh. Sheldon Cooper. The problem is, is that I proper proper emphasize with empathize. Empathize is the word, not emphasize. Though that probably too. Um, Empathise with Young Sheldon. Have you seen Young Sheldon? Yes, I have. Oh, it's so good. It's so much better than Big Bang Theory. So much better. See, see, I have an explanation for this, right? The explanation is very simple. If you take the laugh track off of Big Bang Theory, it's just five slash six people laughing at an autistic grown man. I see what you mean, but did you actually know that Jim Parsons, the actor, is autistic, but Sheldon Cooper, the character, is not? See, that's the problem, because his character is autistic-coded. Yeah, but he's not actually autistic. Yeah, classed as not autistic. I, I don't... You can't code someone as an autistic, allow people to sympathise and empathise, because he's he is almost entirely autistic and then just say well he's not autistic therefore it's not it, it's not offensive it's like huh? is that yeah. how this works now? I, um, Jim Jim Parsons actually said he put a lot of his own personality into Sheldon Cooper's yeah. character and it shows and honestly it kind of makes me happy that he did because he needed to be autistic yeah I feel he just needed yeah. to be he did but it, do- it does really annoy me that if you do literally just take off the uh, laugh track, it does just sound like six people taking the mick out of an autistic person. Which, yeah. to be fair, now that I think about it, is 90% of my life. But oh, damn. I do not have the, uh, the intelligence 
Yeah. Like, I know how to put a chest tube, a chest tube in. To not tube, tube, tube. A chest, a chest tube or a test tube. A chest, as in <laughs> a piece of a person, the top part of the person. Yes. And then okay, chest tube. Tube, as in yeah. the tube that goes in to relieve pressure. Yes, that one. Um, I don't know why I know how to do that, but I know how to do it, and I had to perform it back in 2014. That was fun. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was great. Um, so yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but young Sheldon, on the other hand. He was very autistic coded, but that would explain a lot considering obviously Jim was the producer. Yes. Um, and assisted in writing, from what I'm aware of. Um, oh, I just love the character, that, uh, the, the, the little kid that plays Young Sheldon. He's great. Yeah, I know, but did you know that he's not a very nice person in real life? What? <laughs> Wait, what's, what has he done? He's. It's not that he's done anything, it's that he's known to be extremely rude to all other cast members uh, when he oh. meets fans and things like that. It's, it's all a persona. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, oh. I've just ruined Junk Sheldon for you. <laughs> you oh. The problem is, is that like I'll still hyperfixate on it, I'll just feel guilty about it later. <laughs> I'll kill you another day. I can wait. Yeah. The it's just like, right, okay, I've watched all five seasons. Now I can cry about the fact that I'm going against my moral code. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, to be fair, 90% of like what we watch nowadays is pretty much exactly that. We just have to kind of go against our moral code for it. Yeah, it you do. Quite a lot. so upsetting. Um, I think the only thing that I've not had to go against my moral code for is Doctor Who. I I have not watched Doctor Who. However, I have a boyfriend and he is majorly into Doctor Who and I made him watch Stranger Things so he's now making me watch Doctor Who. <laughs> okay, okay. I After will Merlin. Watch... We're watching Merlin first. Oh, Merlin. It is actually quite good. We're, we're quite far ahead, like far in it now. I didn't think I'd like it, but it was actually See, really good. I I watched it when it was on. You know, when it was on like C CBBC. Was oh, it CBBC? C CBBC doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, not? No, what? no. It got closed down this year, I think. No. Shall I check? CBBC. Oh, CBBC Whoa. was the best. That can't be gone. It was. Surely not. I'm pretty certain it, it is gone. No. Or at least it was supposed to be leaving this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's gone. Oh no! It went in January. <laughs> oh my god! Like, there were so many it... good shows on that. Yeah. So, it was originally launched in 85. 85. Oh, 85. Okay. And then it... Uh, was made into a channel rather than it being, you know, like the uh, Saturday strawberry milkshake yeah. thing that they have on ITV. CITV? Um, instead of it being that kind of situation, they made it into an entire channel in 2002. It, it didn't quite last two decades. It shut down a month before its 20th anniversary, which is just depressing. That is just, that is so sad. Why would they do that. That's just that's pain. I 
think now they've moved it to channel 3 slash online. Yeah, because it's still online. Yeah. I noticed that the other day, I don't know why, but I was researching something that I used to do as a kid, like the Dixie Games or something like that, that was on CBBC. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was looking up that to see if it was still on CBBC, and it is. So, CBBC is still a website. Just <laughs> makes me happy. Though, I'm, I'm currently looking at the logo history, and I, f I feel old knowing that I can remember all four of the logos that they used for the channel. And I can only just about remember the logo that they used for the block prior to the channel. Like, Oof, I can remember. Yeah, so they used the um, green splodge with a black line going yeah, around I it with that. a purple C. Then the next one was a bit cleaner. It was like a 3D green splodge. Yeah, I remember with that a purple as well. C, right? Then there was the CBBC with green going round it and it was CBBC in black and white with like all different fonts for the CBBC. That was in my prime time. That was that, my prime that, time one. It was the best time of CBBC. Like I yeah. don't even understand why they changed the logo from then. It should have stayed that. It stayed that for almost a decade and it should have stuck. Yeah, because um, I've, seen, I've seen the new one and the new one's just disgusting. It is horrible. Like, as a graphic designer, I would like to meet the person who produced it. Apparently, it was created <laughs> by Red Bee Media. I feel like they need to be shut down. If they have a degree, it needs to be stripped from them. Yeah, that's it a is, horrible logo. It's disgraceful. It's just, it's just a C. Yeah, as, it's a C with a bunch of shapes. Yeah, and colors. It, it doesn't even look like two B's in the middle. No. I mean, I mean what, what's with the colors the as well? C. Oh, what not is, even a clue. What is with the colors? It's meant to They're be purple and green. not even in rainbow order. pink and orange. Yeah, pink, orange, red, like teal, turquoise. What are they doing? It should just the be only color... green and purple. And they got green rid of the purple. purple. It's not even purple in the, it. Yeah, there's no purple at all. Disgraceful. That is. That is absolutely disgraceful. We're getting upset about CBBC. <laughs> I know. We're supposed to be talking about being bi. <laughs> I, I think this is part of being bi, I'm not gonna lie. What, um, the CBBC history? Yes, yes it is. <laughs> though, though, my question is, now, is yes. what was your favorite show on CBBC? Horrible histories. Yes. <laughs> Without a question of a doubt. I don't like the new cast. It's got to be the old cast. It's so weird with them, right? It's got to be the old cast. It's got to be the old cast. It's got to be Matt and the others that I can't remember the name of my favourite. I need to get the name of my favourite. I just... He played, um, he played, oh, what was it? You know the king that really likes to party? King Charles. King Charles II. Yeah, that's Matthew. That's Matt. Yeah, Matthew. Matthew. He was my favourite. I think we all had the same favourite. He is my favourite. He was just and the funniest. Something that I learnt today. Um, yeah. You know the antibiotic song about how, you know, oh, they're so good for you, but you, they don't cure everything. Yes. The song about, yeah? That was sung by the guy that plays Death in Horrible History. Simon. Simon Farnaby. No. He sang that. <laughs> how did I not pick that up? I didn't either. 
But it even sounds like well, of course it sounds like him, Theo. Jesus, but it like yeah. it, it it just is blatantly him. Yeah. Who else does he play? I think he plays Caesar and all um, of that. I can't remember which. What emperor was it that was absolutely crackers? No, he's not coming to mind. Don't know. Do you remember the uh, scene though when he's talking to his like sock puppet? Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. Like I, I can't remember a single thing about the history that they were trying to teach me, but I can remember him talking to a sock puppet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think the other cast member, yeah, Dominique Moore, who came in later, who ended up playing Mary Seacole, she was fantastic, and Katie Wicks, but the, the, like, the new cast, like, the full new cast, I don't like, I don't, uh, that's not it. Neither, Neither do I. And it kind of worries me that there are some people that are just like, oh, what is this from on TikTok? And it's just like, it's Horrible Histories. And they go, no, it's not. He's not in Horrible oh, Histories. It's like, God. yeah, it's Matthew! It's Matthew Baton! <laughs> it, in, it my, in my opinion, there, there are five. There are five people that absolutely carried Horrible Histories. And that's the only time that I actually consider Horrible Histories and Horrible Histories. And that's Matt, Jim, Simon... Martha, Ben, and Sarah. Agreed. Though I, I well, that's do six like people, the occasional... That's six. That is... That is... Yeah, that's, that's six people. I think I, I said five. Bisexu- I meant six. Can bisexuals <laughs> not count? I don't think so. <laughs> is that one of our traits? Also, one of our traits... I've actually had this conversation today with someone. Because there, <laughs> there was a TikTok of someone making a sandwich. Um... And they sent it to Gordon Ramsay. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> and it was two slices of white bread with a one kilo block of cheddar in the middle. Mm. See, that's where I move away from that stereotype. I don't like cheese. <gasps> oh, right, okay. <laughs> you're, you're covered then. You're fine. Because the thing is, is that what I've, what I've experienced... Um, in the non-mono community, non-mono. That just kind of sounds. Yeah, no, no, that yeah, sounds it, about it's, right. It's fine. It's correct, but I know that mono is a disease in the US because we call oh, yeah, it something it else, and I can't remember. And non-mono just makes it sound like we're lucky that we've not had the disease. Um, yeah. Anyway, the non-mono community. Um, a lot of this is. Lactose intolerant or allergic to dairy? <laughs> I don't know why, but that's a thing. And yeah. uh, this this picture was shared, and um, the guy asked Gordon Ramsay how to rate it, and Gordon Ramsay responded with, "That is an idiot sandwich." <laughs> like the yeah. true meme that he is. Yeah. <laughs> I I realized. Um, when I shared it in one of the groups that I'm in, that all of us can either not eat cheese, or when we do eat cheese, it causes issues. I, I just don't <laughs> like cheese. 
I don't know if it causes issues because I just I don't eat cheese. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I have IBS, it's... so it might cause issues. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm just gonna I'm avoiding I it. I found the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the bisexual issue. <laughs> I mean, IBS has a B and an I in it, just the wrong way around. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> that, is, that is in fact correct. <laughs> I have fact-checked it myself. <laughs> um, but yes, it's just weird. I don't understand why none of us can eat cheese. And for some reason, when I was looking at the sandwich, I could taste the cheese. And it kind of made me feel sick. Yeah, I tend it's to like get that. Like, uh, for me, cheese. for me, the biggest thing, mushrooms. Right, I am a chef, and I have to cook mushrooms whenever I do a breakfast because every single breakfast on our menu comes with mushrooms. We even have one that's dedicated to mushrooms called a mushroom fajita, um, <laughs> and I have physically thrown up outside the back of the kitchen because of the smell of cooking mushrooms. And whenever I see <laughs> Mushrooms, it makes me feel physically sick just seeing them. I like the little red ones that you find in the woods, but I just don't like the ones that you can eat. <laughs> uh, I can't do with them. You prefer the poisonous ones. I Yeah, I like I like the I like the pretty ones. <laughs> the pretty ones that attract the fairy princesses. Yeah, exactly. I don't like I the normal ones. They're the yeah, no. <laughs> gross and they're slime. No. Me on the other hand. <laughs> kind of obsessed with mushrooms but I, oh, I, I no. my, my partner is more inclined to what you're dealing with because every time she sees mushrooms if she eats something and finds a mushroom in it she she will chuck up she just yeah she, i think hers is more of a textural issue generally oh the texture is horrible she, i know that she really hates the smell of it as well Oh, I can't. But me, on the other hand, it kind of makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. But then again, I don't like raw tomato. I don't like raw tomato either. That one makes me just sad. I, I like cooked, chopped tomatoes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and anybody who says otherwise has issues. But then again, yeah. I have a question for you. Do you like potatoes? Oh, I love potatoes, but then again, I'm half Irish, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed uh, with potatoes. I, I had a roast dinner today and I had probably about seven potatoes in the plate. It was like half the plate oh. because they were big potatoes. <laughs> yes, that is a good choice. Also, yes. garlic potatoes. Yes, oh my god. Crushed garlic potatoes. All potatoes. Every every single kind of potato I am absolutely potatoes. obsessed with. I love them. They're too good. I they're, they're so good. They're so good. Like, they're too good. Like, I have a genuine fear of people that don't like potatoes. I agree. <laughs> I just, I don't understand. Like, what are you eating? Yeah. As British people, <laughs> like, <laughs> most of what we eat is potatoes. And Yeah, that's true. There's, there's just people out there that don't like potatoes. Like, I think her name um debbie ryan the, the really? actress yeah she doesn't like potatoes it's quite funny right i am really bad with actresses and actors names unless they are ones that i am obsessed with 
But I only know who you are on about because she came up on my TikTok early. And I researched who she was because I recognized her. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. only reason I know who you're on about right now. <laughs> I'm just happy that TikTok supports me in this endeavor to let you know who Debbie Ryan is. <laughs> and now you know that she is a potato hater. Yeah. Uh, she she genuinely wow. does not like potatoes. She doesn't like the mash. She doesn't like chips. She doesn't like well, fries. She doesn't like I have, any um, kind of potato. I have a really bad habit with mash. <laughs> Me and my brother. So my my brother used to rushly eat his dinner so that he could run back upstairs and get straight onto gaming. And when right. I was younger, my little six year old self would see him rushing and eating his dinner, and I would try and race him. And now, even today. 14 years later into the future, I don't do mash. I put it in my mouth and swallow instantly. <laughs> Just hum. Yep. <laughs> and it's it is, gone. It's in my mouth and it's gone. It's just it. It takes a second if that, and uh, <laughs> that spoon's empty. That is genuinely kind of a talent. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Like, I know that it is technically a form of pureed food, to some extent, but mash is a very dense pureed food. Yeah. <laughs> like, it balls up very easily, so the fact that you're just able to just hop. Yeah. You do the whole Yoshi situation, just hop. Yum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, More like Kirby. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh Pac-Man. <laughs> the ghost is the mash. <laughs> oh, I would love to see that in a video game. <laughs> oh my god, imagine just mashed potato floating around. <laughs> Tiny mash balls just rolling. Just be like, oh my god, maybe that's what the little pellets are. You never know. He's eating mash. Yeah, you never know. It could, it could just be little mash balls. <laughs> you know what? That is what they are now. I'm going with that. <laughs> That's like, what I'm calling them from now on. They're the little mash balls. Anyone asks, it's mash balls. Yeah, they're yellow because it's got too much butter in. Exactly. <laughs> and there is such a thing as too much butter in mash. No, not really. Oh, oh, oh there oh. is because you don't want it getting greasy. Right. This feels a bit um, weird. Avril, my mother, made yes. absolutely amazing mash. I call it heart attack mash. It's where she, uh, I, because of the fact that it was so unhealthy, it would probably cause diabetes and a heart attack, but it is so yummy. She puts huge amounts of cream in it, and it is just this creamy, mashy goodness, and it's amazing. Like, it's just, oh. Y'all are putting so good. cream in mash? Seriously, do it. Try it. We call it hard attack mash. It is absolutely amazing. We probably shouldn't call it a hard attack mash since Lucy had a hard attack one time, but you know, <laughs> it's, that's what it's still what it's called. <laughs> what it's called. Oh, we call no. it hard attack mash. <laughs> 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 that's, just, that's what it's called now. It's hard attack mash. I'm just gonna point out if I get sacked from the station, I'm blaming <laughs> you. <laughs> Blame me. I should, do it. I, I, do should it. Not be, I should not be laughing at this. It's fine. Don't worry. I will protect you. <laughs> I'll use you as a human shield. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no. But oh, my God. I think I'm going to have to try and afford cream. <laughs> you, seriously, you need to creme fresh. 
Get that. Put it in your mash. Oh, it's divine. Oh, that sounds lovely. It is oh, absolutely mash divine. Now. Mash. <laughs> oh, I actually have a question to ask you now. Oh. Okay. I know. Tables are turned. Um. You've played an as... Uno reverse card. Yes. As an NB person, yes. have you ever, not ever, but like, is it often that you'll meet a cis het person that will respect your pronouns and your sexuality? Ha! <laughs> I have met. Uh. I'm thinking, because every time I think. That's dangerous. <laughs> it, is, it is, like. I, I have a feeling that my mum's about to bash, like, bash down me, but no, to tell me that like she can hear me thinking too loudly. <laughs> um, no, I've I've not met a single cis het person that has been accepting one. of my gender identity and or my sexuality. Not a single one. And I mean either or, not both together. Because yeah. both together, I don't think is ever going to happen. But yeah. I can't think of anyone that's cishet that has just asked a couple questions about asexuality and just accepted it um, and been perfectly understanding of it. Yeah. And I've certainly not met a cishet person that has been perfectly understanding and accepting of my gender identity. You know who you should have a conversation with them? Who? I'm giving him a lot of appreciation here and I just want <laughs> to I want to appreciate him publicly for a minute. My okay. boyfriend. Okay. He is cis. He yes. is heterosexual yeah. and when he first learnt, because I only came out as non-binary about a year and a half ago. I've been bi I've been I've been out as bisexual since I was about seven, but as non-binary, I only came out about a year and a half ago, and I, I've known him for three years. And as soon as he learnt that, instantly he was there putting notes next to my name on like Discord and on Snapchat and everything, Aww. saying they them to remind himself. And obviously he's now my boyfriend. I I've seen him publicly refer to me as they them, and the other day. Because he basically lives with us. He doesn't live with us, but he basically lives with us. He was tidying our room, and he found my bisexual flag in uh, one of my cupboards, and he hung it up. Oh! <laughs> so that's now hanging in my room, and it's the first ever time that I've ever met someone that is 100% cis, 100% het, who is completely and utterly not just accepting but supportive in that he will, me and him, will sit there and go through my mum and the Truck United TikTok and the Twitter accounts and everything and look for hate comments so that we can respond to them. <laughs> like, and he's, he's, he's in, he's a part of the Truck United team, the football team. I just want to give him a little appreciation because it's the first time I've ever met someone that is this and het and will do all of that. <laughs> I think he's, he's so the only one. I genuinely think he might be the yeah, only one. Yeah, I think he is as well. I got oh, lucky. That's, that's <laughs> impressive. Like he's I'm, I'm very, amazing. very lucky um, with my partner because when we originally got together, 
I thought she was a woman. And I'm saying this knowing that she is a woman. Um, but she was presenting male. Oh, okay. Uh, so it was it was really awkward because I was basically <laughs> telling everybody at that point in my life, because this was like eight years ago, um, I was telling everybody that I was a lesbian because it was just easier because it made more sense at the time. Um, yeah. Because I only ever wanted to date women. Um, yeah. Or femmies. So it wasn't really that much of an issue. And I thought she was a woman. Um, started chatting her up. She then said that we were in a relationship and I was like, sorted. I didn't even have to ask. Uh, <laughs> she really did all You're the You're with hard me work. now. <laughs> Literally, it's, it was like, we were playing Town of Salem, if you know what that video game is. Oh my god, I love Town of Salem. <laughs> we were playing that and I was the je- oh, Wait, what was that? I, I was the jailer. You were Jester? Oh, you were just, uh, I was Jailer. Okay. Jailer, and I kept imprisoning her. <laughs> Oh and she was the mafioso, so oh she wasn't God. able to kill anyone every single night. That would irritate kept... me so bad. I'd I be like, just... oh my God, just leave me alone. It was, ir- it was irritating her so much, it was hilarious. And I was like, <laughs> and like on the third night, because I knew that I, would, I wasn't going to be able to imprison her for a fourth night, because obviously you had like the limit of three nights. Yeah. And I was just like, so do, do you have a girlfriend? And she was just like, yeah. And I was like, oh. And she goes, she's in game. And I was like, oh. And I asked what her username was. And she gave me my username. <laughs> and that was it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and um, we'd been together ever since. It was like a month later when I found out that she was... Um, actually a trans woman uh, yeah though, well technically i didn't find out that she was a trans woman until a year and a half later because she's only been out to me oh okay uh, for maybe six and a half years yeah um oh, she's wow. out to basically everyone else apart from her yeah. dad and she lives with uh, her dad so she's stuck with that um, transphobe right. monster <laughs> oh um, that sucks yeah, it is horrid. But thankfully, um, as soon as she gets back over to the UK, because she lives in the US, every yeah. time she comes over to the UK, she is herself and she's happy and everything's fine. But at the moment, she's yeah. sick. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was hilarious because I found out that she was a dude, and then I was like, well, I I really like you, so this is fine. <laughs> like you, you're not really my cup of tea, but uh, you down? Because I'm down. <laughs> and we continued and then like um, after like a year and a half she was just like I have something to confess and I was just like oh god is this when you turn out to be gay and oh my god, yeah. uh, I don't have you or is this like you cheating on me like what's the sitch like it wouldn't have bothered me on any account if I'm being honest yeah. it was just, I just like people being happy yeah. Like, on too many occasions I've been in a relationship, someone's cheated on me and I've gone, oh, that's sad. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm Loki. I'm Loki. Oh you are. You are. 
And he's bisexual. And he's not I bi. Know. He oh do be God. gender fluid though. Oh my god. Beautiful. Oh, um, I, I'm Loki. I'll accept that. I'll get... Yeah. yeah. That's me now. Um, that's a good thing. That is a good it's, thing. It is a very good thing. But yeah, so it was like... We didn't real Like, I didn't realise. And I was just like... Oh, what's, what's the news? And I was waiting for her to say that she'd found someone else. Yeah. Or she'd... She was coming out. Because um, there were signs of her being an LGBT person and yep. I didn't know which one because you know you don't know until someone tells you unless it's blatantly I... obvious like apparently I was as a child uh, <sighs> apparently I was always dressing as a boy up until the age of 12 so that would have been nice to know while I was going through puberty not knowing which gender uh... I was <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think all of my masculine traits got hidden simply because of the fact that I have five older brothers. So, yeah. so I think that they would have just assumed, ah, she, she's picking up traits from her brothers and it's like, nah, I'm non-binary. <laughs> I'm non-binary, bros. It's all good. Literally, yeah. it's... As someone... I've only got one older brother, but... You know, when when you've got an older brother that likes to force you into wrestling positions, yep. Um, you kind <laughs> yep. of every time the parent looks at you and goes, "You're a bit of a tomboy," they just assume it's because you have a brother. It's just like, yes. actually, I am intersex, and they're just exactly like, that. And exactly. I I only found out I was intersex when I was nineteen. And oh, it was really? literally just because I was having severe pain mm -hmm. um, and went and had a scan. And they were just like, oh yes, you've got a cyst. And I was like, oh, that's very common, unfortunately. Yeah. Specifically when you're on um, birth control. I was like, okay, what do we do? And they went, oh, just leave it, it'll go away. It's just like, alright. And they went, oh, now that I think about it. That doesn't look like an ovary. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, hold on a second, let me just quickly go get the gynecologist. Gynecologist comes in, looks at the screen, you have a testicle. <laughs> oh my god. And I'm just like, whoop whoop, whoop whoop. And they went, so now we understand why your testosterone's up a little bit. And I'm just like, yeah, can I grow my beard back now? And they went, not until you come off birth control. And I went, not until you take out my uterus. And uh, that was that conversation. <laughs> like, I, oh, I, I grew the best beard in year nine. Yeah. And it was so weirdly full. But you know when Movember came round? Yeah. And the lads in the year were just like, I'm going to grow out my moustache or I'm going to grow out my beard. And it was just like three hairs. Yep. <laughs> I, I was ill for quite a lot of Movember due to menstruating because it was a nightmare um, between the gender dysphoria and just the pain on its own it was just a no-go for school so I was off for the most of it and then it got to the final week and I went in and I had no shavers so I went in with a full beard and um, I put them all to shame. 
And it's so sad because I know that that picture is on my old Facebook account. Yeah. That I cannot get onto. Oh, that's right. I cannot remember what email address was on it. I can't remember what the password was. Oh, I've that is so frustrating. Facebook, and they're just like, it doesn't look like you. And I'm just like, yeah. it is literally me. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. So you, um, it's, it's really sad. Do you want to know something that's kind of ironic, though? Yes. And I think everyone will appreciate the irony here. Um, so I still call Lucy my dad. We've had the agreement where it's like, I still have Lucy, dad, but obviously I mainly just call Lucy by Lucy. Um, yeah. But I refer to Lucy as my dad. And I'm just saying that for the context of the story. Okay. Um, and so when I first came out as bisexual, um, <laughs> the, the weirdest coming out story ever, I was in the bath, I texted my mum with the door locked. It was like, I need to tell my mum. So I texted Avril um, and I just said, I have something to tell you. She's like, what? I'm bisexual. And she came upstairs, she knocked on the door, like, can you let me in, please? So I unlocked the door, sat and pulled and everything. Um, and she just sat on the toilet seat, was like, are you scared to tell me that? And I was like, not really, but yes. <laughs> and she was like, okay, I'm completely accepting. Why were you scared to tell me that? Um, and this is this is before my dad came out. So, yeah. to those that don't know, my dad tried to act a lot more but to hide the fact that um, she was trans. Um, so, because of the fact that my dad tried to act more butch, I really thought that my dad was homophobic, transphobic, biphobic, all of the phobic. Um, so I, I, said to, I said to Avril, my mum, I, I was lying there in the bar, but I said, I'm scared to tell you because I don't think my dad will be accepting. <laughs> and, uh, and she was like, well, you can tell your dad whenever you are ready to. Um, but I tell you this, and obviously my dad my dad my mum used he at this time but it obviously i'm gonna say she for the story out of respect to lucy um yeah. so my mum was there like oh she, you can tell her whenever you want she but i promise you she will be accepting of you and i was there like okay and it was probably a year and a half later <laughs> but i'm 99 percent sure my dad already knew simply because of the fact that my mum would have told her 100% <laughs> but I was so terrified because I thought my dad was phobic of all of it but Lucy is like the most one of the most accepting people out there that is fantastic what I do love though is obviously when I came out as non-binary to both of them I came out to my mum as non-binary in the most nonchalant way we're in the car on the way to my nan's house and I was like yeah well I'm non-binary and she was like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> like, um, all right <laughs> yeah but i what i love and this just proves how accepting and willing to learn they are about the things that they don't understand is because neither of them really fully understood non-binary at that time so i sat them both down and i had the conversation with both of them and both of them instantly understood just like that because of what i was saying to them and since then whenever they have encountered anyone that wants to learn about being non-binary they will get me to write something down like a paragraph or something so that they know what to say so that it's the most understanding way yes 
But I, I, I love the fact that they were so willing to learn and now they completely and utterly understand it and they're, they're like, yes, come in bees, we love you. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, obviously they were accepting kind of, of it. Mine. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they were accepting it as if they didn't fully understand, but now they are accepting and completely and utterly understand it. Which is because how... they just had that conversation. Yeah, exactly, which is how parents should be. Unfortunately, oh, yeah, I'm me, so lucky. I did not have that situation. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> um, I told my mum I was by when I was about 12. Um, she told me not to tell my dad because she didn't know how he'd take it. She didn't take it particularly well to begin with anyway. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I finally did tell my dad, he turned around and went, alright, why didn't you tell me sooner? And I went, well, mum told me not to. And his response was, let's put it this way, if Freddie Mercury came through that door, (laughs) I would be on my knees. And I was just like, Andrew! (laughs) And it's like, I don't think my dad is thoroughly bisexual, but I have a feeling that he has, like, if there was a if obviously we're talking about a scale of gay to straight he'd yeah. probably be maybe 95 percent straight because <laughs> uh i am aware of more than one celebrity that he would apparently do so oh, lovely yeah it's it's nice it's unfortunate that he's a bit of a transphobe um yeah and he's not really it for anyone else, um, yeah. barring that. But you know, he, he, I'd like to say he tries. He does not try anymore. Uh, I am in the wrong household. <laughs> I'm in the right one. <laughs> you are. Like you got the jackpot. I definitely did. I I put the amount of the jackpot in and got debt. <laughs> that's it it's it's uh it's quite funny so you know how like those weird stats are like one in three siblings are a part of lgbt yeah but obviously i'm two parts of lgbtqia plus i'm two parts of it so so i think i make up for my six siblings all being cis and straight <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I think you stole that from them. I think, I think I just took it all and was like, no, I want it. It's all mine. You guys can just be normal if I want it. You're like a dragon hoarding the gay coins. <laughs> I am. How I am. very dare you. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> oh. Did you hear about that story of... Um, there was a coming out story. I think it was on Reddit. I'm pretty certain it was on Reddit. It's always on Reddit. And it's everything's on Reddit. It's always questionable, but you know, it's entertaining. Um, but there was a kid that was living with foster parents, planning to be adopted, and he decided that he wanted to tell his foster to foster or new mum um that he was gay. Okay. And he because of the abusive background that he came from, when he was scared, he used to hide in a closet. So he hid in a closet and left oh, a note sorry, for his mum. Kind of 
Yeah. <laughs> his mum comes to the closet, hears him crying, talks to him through the closet door. He says that he's gay. And she goes, okay, are you going to come out? He gets up and he gets out of the closet. And she goes, kind of ironic. He came out of the closet twice today. <laughs> <laughs> and genuinely, that is the best response I've that is amazing. ever heard. That is absolutely amazing. But like, I just love the witty responses to coming out. Or like yeah. the very casual responses. Like, um, oh, I can remember another one. It was a TikTok, I think. Someone turned around to their dad and went, Dad, I'm gay. And, of course, the dad responded with, Hi, gay, I'm dad. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> <laughs> like... Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I loved it. I loved it. That would have been the optimal coming out for me. Like that's um, that's a joke jokes. my um that's a joke my eldest brother would say. <laughs> oh, oh, dad jokes. He's a dad of two. So He's a dad of two. His dad jokes are absolutely horrendous, <laughs> <laughs> and none of my brothers will laugh at it. They only laugh at the fact that I'm sitting there, just PMSL. <laughs> <laughs> I said that wrong, but no, I didn't. I said that right. PMSL. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, they you, they you, you they didn't... laugh they laugh at the fact that I'm just there cackling in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, right? I feel like if no, no matter how bad the joke is, and I mean bad as in whether the you know it's a dad joke or whether it's just poorly executed, I feel like every joke is kind of funny. As long as it's yeah. not an offensive joke, it's a funny joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, though. I have I have a question. Also not related Ooh. to bisexuality, which is really this show is taking a turn. Uh, <laughs> but I have a question. Um, okay. You know the whole chicken cross the road. Uh, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? Joke. Yes. Do you understand that joke? No. He crossed the road to get to the other side, as in he crossed the road to die to get ah, to the oh. other side. Oh, that's morbid. Right? How did you... Like, firstly... I thought a chicken was just people... crossing a road. Exactly. <laughs> like, firstly, how do people laugh at that joke? Secondly, why have I never found a person that actually understands that joke? I, th I think I've seen something about it on TikTok before, but my memory yes. is the worst. That's so literally I where I found I've it. Gone. Yeah. I was watching it on TikTok and someone was explaining weird jokes that most people don't understand but still laugh at. And that was one of them. And it was just like, why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side. It was just like, wait. And they went, think about it. I was like, what? And then the video looped and then it looped one more time. And I was just like, oh my God. And genuinely, I don't understand why people laugh at it. Because every time I ask someone whether they've laughed at the joke, they always say yes. And when I ask them what the joke means, they always go, I don't know. <laughs> like, what's... What, what? Huh? Why are you laughing at jokes you don't understand? Then again, transphobes do that 99% of the time. Yeah, they do. So, can't really expect too much of the human race. 
completely unrelated of... now. Yeah. I, oh. so I I opened up TikTok quickly just to see what the first TikTok would be. First okay. TikTok includes one of my biggest celebrity crushes, oh. Florence Pugh. <gasps> yes. Oh. The thing is, right, right, I love this, right? There is a certain photo of Florence used for Black Widow, which is it's like it's got the um the red background and yep. stuff in I it. I am is aware that, of that, this. Yes, I have that this as a photo. Poster. Yep. I have had probably about 16 people come up to me and say that that specific photo of her looks like me. And that is the biggest compliment I will ever receive. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, <laughs> your mum sent me a picture of you and your sister. I saw- that's such a horrible photo she sent you, though. It, it's, <laughs> such not, a horrible... it's not that bad. It was a what bad you about? It's lovely. It's a lovely picture. I've I just gone like Yorkshire. <laughs> I apologise. Let me just quickly reset. Alright, so- um, no, no, I think it's a lovely picture. And the thing is, is that when I actually saw it, I didn't read your mum's message first. Um, because okay. the message that she put with the picture was, they are the one in black. <laughs> and the first thing that I saw when I looked at the picture was, I kind of thought... Why is she sending me a picture of, like, Florence or one of Florence's siblings? <laughs> and then I also questioned why she was sending me a picture of, like, a YouTube vlogger influencer. <laughs> and I was very confused because, yeah. Your sister looks like someone who would be, like, in Zoella's kind of yeah, you should see her Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> and then you kind of look like you would definitely be in Black Widow. I see. I, I it's such I, a big compliment. It is such, such a big compliment, a big and compliment. honestly, I I mean it wholeheartedly. It was like I was looking at it. I was just like, who's that supposed to be? Yeah. <laughs> like my brain is picking up Florence, but I don't think it's supposed to be Florence. And then I read the picture and I was just like, oh. Yeah. Like, oh, right, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. just, just proving my point, though. I, that, there you go, 17 now. 17 people <laughs> have said that I look like Florence Pugh, and that is the biggest compliment that I will ever receive. <laughs> Genuinely. Me, on the other hand, do you want to hear my biggest compliment? Go on then. Um, so, I have alopecia, so my hair repeatedly falls out, so I have to keep shaving yep. it off because it's easier to deal with that way. Um, yep. And when I grew it back in lockdown, uh, the first time around, okay. I had very, very dark black hair. Uh, when it grew out, which we didn't know where that came from because I'm usually blonde slash brown. Yeah. <laughs> and it came back really dark. And I was like, well, it's saving me on black day. And um, <laughs> I was very happy about it. But the thing is, is that when I'm making a joke or when I'm being sarcastic or anything like that, 
I wobble mm-hmm. my head. Okay. And with the black hair, the wobbly of the head, and being severely overweight, um, my mother said that I looked like Michael McIntyre. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, is that I took that as a compliment. <laughs> I love Michael McIntyre. I would take that as a compliment. <laughs> it was fantastic. And I was just like, oh, Michael McIntyre. And I looked in the mirror and my mum kept talking to me. So I kept making like the jokes and my head continued to wobble. And I was looking at myself in the mirror and I was just like, oh my God, I'm Michael McIntyre. <laughs> and genuinely, I was just like, oh my God, that's great. And then my mum... Like, I looked over and she was just like, that is not great. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm Michael McIntyre. <laughs> I would be so happy. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm never, I'm probably never going to get compared to, like, a woman celebrity. Because I'm definitely not on that kind of pretty scale. And I don't have any distinguishable features. Does that, does that make sense? I'm just that like... Makes sense. I'm just a face. I think for me it's the eyes and the cheeks and the nose with Florence. Yeah. It, we have different lips. Be, you do have the same facial shape though. We do. So you have like five out of six. But honestly, I am so happy because she has done so much for like... Like, you, did you hear about her like controversial dress that she wore? Yes. Yeah, see? Stuff like that. Because that should not be controversial at all, and that's why she did it. No. And it's like, that's amazing. I have so much respect for her for doing that. I... Did, did you see the interview where the uh, reporter was just like, how does it feel to, have, uh, to be empowering in this film? And she was just like, hold on a second. All I said was no in the film. Uh, yeah. And it's just... It's the idea that people think that her saying no in a film should be empowering yeah when it shouldn't have to be empowering in the first place you should be allowed to just say no yeah but she she is honestly just flawless she is she flawless is order. she really is i have not and heard Elaine. a single negative thing about Florence Pugh yet neither have i and i've had the great honor to speak with people that have worked with her and it makes me so happy knowing that she is just as nice as she appears to be yeah because it's always it's always depressing when you've got an obsession with someone and they turn out to be terrible like for prime example sebastian stan what's sebastian done what hasn't he done? He's... I, I, I'm not a huge fan of Sebastian, but you know, I, 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 I know him. It, see, it's unfortunate for me, because I had a crush as a kid on Bucky in the comics. So yep. when he was brought into the films, I immediately was just obsessed. And unfortunately, that obsession has kind of clung to Sebastian's dad. And to be fair, he is an attractive man, I think. I can't really completely say as an ace, but I, I for me, I believe he is an attractive man. Yeah, he's and very attractive. Yeah, he's you know he's got nice eyes. He's, he's not my go-to. My go-to is Johnny Depp, but he's he's like yeah, he's he's okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
And, um, yeah, so, you know, okay. So, recently, he did the Tommy and Pamela situation. Mm-hmm. Pa- uh, Pam and Tommy. And, obviously, Pam did not want that show to be made. Um, it was... It's a situation where Pamela Anderson was... She, she's only just kind of got over what happened to her all those decades ago. Um, and obviously with everything that she's gone through, it kind of died down a little bit because she obviously went out of the spotlight, which is completely understandable. Yeah. And now the searches for her sex tape that she did not consent to being filmed is going back up because of the show but she did not consent to the show being made which is really awkward considering it's a kind of a biopic about her existence with tommy um so that's just wrong to start with and then in full cishet form sebastian stan decided to make a post after winning an award about consent in regards to Pam and Tommy. Tommy and Pam. Whatever it's whatever it's called. Yeah. And it was like, how tone deaf can you be? Like, this woman has been to Helen back, and given she has made some poor choices in her existence, but that doesn't justify having to drag her through it all over again for you to win an award so yeah he kind of got a bit of a backlash for it he didn't get enough for it i think i think he did not get enough um backlash for it because it was over in like two days yeah and that should have been a massive thing because he was boasting about how like they had consent and everything like that and he's just like Pamela has literally been screaming about the fact that she did not consent to it um, so congratulations you're a liar um, but then there's also the situation of when we were in the first lockdown his girlfriend at the time um, was Po- a picture was posted of her and she was in blackface or dressed as a Native American. I can't remember which which one she was in the picture, but there was two examples of racism in the picture. Yeah. Um, oh wait, no, not Native American. She was wearing a kimono. Asian. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I only know that because I literally yeah. just researched. So I researched Florence Pugh controversy and not a single article <laughs> came up most of them are Florence Pugh eloquently responds to body shamers Florence Pugh reflects on body shaming um, yep. Florence Pugh slams vulgar men who attacked her uh, like all of it is her going against body shamers I just researched Sebastian Stan controversy and then there's <laughs> allegations of racism 
uh, Sebastian Stan getting cancelled for racist accusations. He yeah. liked a video on social media where he was saying that white people should have a free pass to say derogatory names about black people. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's loads coming up for Sebastian Stan, not a single thing for Florence. <laughs> it literally is horrific. Because, like, everybody was just like, well, it's his girlfriend, not him. It's just like, that's not the point. Because yeah. as soon as someone mentioned it to him, they got blocked from his Instagram. Yes, he's. Um, uh, it, I literally just read up that he's. Um, fans were asking him to talk up about it, and he yeah. went around blocking people. Yeah, and the thing yeah, is, is that his Instagram right was his. You know. Yeah, this is. It says. It says right here. After fans began tweeting at Stan, asking him to address the photo, he surprised them when he began blocking accounts, starting with Angela, who said, "Oh, what the blah blah blah, loads of swearing. This is racist as hell. Speak up, Sebastian." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's genuinely just kind of. It's seriously worrying, and mm. I. If he'd, if we knew that it was like an assistant on his account, he would have then been able to make an announcement, apologising, unblocking, addressing the situation, but that never happened. Yeah. And we all know that he genuinely, generally, um, does post on his own account. Specifically his Instagram, because he doesn't have Twitter, he doesn't... He has a secret TikTok, but obviously nobody knows what it is because he just uses it to scroll through. Um, so it's it's kind of it was worrying, and then yeah. after that, that died down way too quickly, and then it kind of got riled up again when um, the end stop Asian hate or end Asian hate was trending because of obviously all the uh, hate crimes that were happening towards a- uh, the Asian community, specifically in America and the UK, um, yeah. because of COVID. And when that happened, there was then comments that he'd made spe- uh, specifically kind of mocking uh, Buddhism, um, oh. Asian cultures. He then shared a picture of him in the Tommy Lee outfit um, praying with a Buddha and also putting his one up, like his middle finger up at Buddha um, it, 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 it's a very strange it was very strange time and it was like what are you doing and it just, it's just been worse from then because the thing is, is that quite a lot of his fans because obviously I, I like his character. Yeah. I d- no longer support him. Like, as soon as I found out about the racism, I was just like, eh, that's, an- that's enough from me. It's, yeah. it's gone. Um, but the fact that he was doing all of this and then his stands were all kind of coming to his support and trying to defend him because he's friends with Anthony Mackie and I'm just like you can be friends with one race while being racist to a different one yes yes um like (laughs) the idea that you think that if you're not racist to one type of person then you're not going to be racist to another type of person is just kind of ridiculous yeah 
Yeah. Um, it is. He's honestly, it it hurt to read those comments because it was yeah. just like, this is a community that I have been a part of for maybe like five years, and I'm finding out that they're all racists. Um, and yeah, and now I'm barely even a part of the Marvel community. I'm in maybe three or four Marvel meme groups now. I used yeah. to be in 12. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've had to downsize because, oh, honestly, some of them were just just bad. And one of them, um, a guy decided to try and dox me for posting a meme he didn't like. When I told you earlier about the incel memes um, or yep. making memes that would upset incels, yeah, that, that happened. Yeah. <laughs> it's alright though, because as soon as he found out that I was trans, he was just like, oh, I'm not gay. He's just like, alright then, bye. <laughs> and he left it from there. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I've never had my trans identity save me from being doxxed, but it happened, so I'm gonna accept it. Yeah, just like, take it. Take it as a win. Take it as a win. <laughs> you can like... do it, just take it as a win. Usually I'm being doxxed for being trans, but on this occasion, my trans identity saved me. Yeah, that's always good though. <laughs> it it's, saved you for once. It, it wasn't really the is just toxic masculinity. <laughs> it was not the target for once. Not the target. But yeah, it's, it's, it's worrying. It is yeah. worrying. But we know that Florence Pugh is... A godsend. A um, <laughs> how do you feel about Haley Steinfeld? Haley Steinfeld. I'm gonna need to research them quickly. She so that I... is playing Hawkeye as in the new Avengers. She is the new Hawkeye. And I think if anybody is gonna be Yelena's romance interest, which I don't think she is because she is asexual. But if it does happen, I think it might actually end up being her because their chemistry in the Hawkeye series was bomb. Yeah. It was so good. Made me so happy. I do, I do. I've I've looked up the face of Hayley Steinfeld. I do, I really like her as an actress. Yeah, she she is great. And she's a great singer as well. Yeah. She is a fantastic singer. I will play that track later. But, yeah. Oh. I don't know what it is I know her from, though. What do I know her from? Uh, Oh, there's plenty of things that you might know Uh, from. Pitch Perfect will be one of them. Yeah, that'll be it. That's one of them. Uh, Yeah. Definitely. I think that might be it. I'm looking at her. I think I know her from Pitch Perfect. Yeah, I'd probably say Oh, and Bumblebee. Because... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Bumblebee. Gotta love Bumblebee. Oh, I forgot about the fact that she was uh, Spider-Gwen, though. Yeah, she you was Spider-Gwen. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. That was such a good film. Oh, she's gonna be the new... Uh, she's gonna be in Across the Spider-Verse as well. Uh... Yeah. So, the second film... That, oh, I'm so excited for that. I'm not going to lie. I need more of that in my life. 
Oh like, my god, she went blonde for the Met Gala in 2021. Wait, what now? Her she went blonde. 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 Yeah, she went blonde for the Met Gala in 2021. That's weird. You can't even recognize it's her. She looks like a completely different person. It's like her long brunette wavy hair is like one of her signature things. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't like it. It looks like, weird. It looks out of place. It does not she, look like her. It's like seeing Avril with brown hair. Yeah, or like it's like an off, it's like an off-brand Kardashian. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> oh, the that's best so way I can describe it. But it is correct. She looks. Oh, speaking of, I just researched Haley Steinfeld Met Gala 2021, and next to a photo of her is a photo of one of the Kardashians. <laughs> so that just proves it. That proves someone, it. Someone is comparing. <laughs> yeah, someone else has made that comparison. <laughs> oh, wow. Though, that the was... outfit that she was in. Wow. That the outfit. Is... That is bomb. That is, yeah. Oof. I don't think it's on par with what they were supposed to be doing. I uh, no. Whoever actually goes on target to what they're meant to do. What was the Met Gala just... 2021 theme? Yeah, I, I, I don't know what it was, but I know that Billie Eilish seems to be the only person doing it correctly 90% oh, of the time. Billy definitely does. Billy oh, does. I love Billy. Oh, she it makes was, me so happy. It was an American fashion one. Oh, but you're, yeah. But you're meant to you're meant to go as American history, and Billy went in a ball gown. So I'm yes. just saying, that's yes. definitely history. That's definitely oh, correct. Wait, was wasn't this the Met Gala that um, Kim Kardashian wore Marilyn Monroe's dress? Oh my and god! Do it. Not get me started on that. Oh. I am. Oh. My opinions on that. That wasn't the year she did that though. That was the year that she wore the full black suit where you couldn't even see her face. I think it was the 2022 oh, one. Yeah, yeah, it was the 2022 one. The the one yeah. last year was the one with the black suit, and the black suit was horrific. It I made her look like a dementor. I cannot believe she wore the Marilyn Monroe. I cannot believe she wore... that wasn't even in theme. No, it wasn't. What was the theme this year? Um. Oh god, 2022. I'm on it, I'm on it. I'm an an, an anthology of fashion. fashion. <laughs> Jinx. Um, Whatever that means. But I cannot believe that she wore that. So it needed to be modern arts. Cos uh, right, so modern arts uh, inclusivity in fashion. So it'd be modern dress, which. Billy did. What did Billy did the massive gown this year, didn't she? What the did massive she... peach one. Yeah. Yeah. What did she do last year? I can't remember what she did last year. I can't. Not Billy Eilish. Twenty twenty one. Billy. See, that's coming up with the peach gown. Very. Yeah. Confused. What? Wait. What? What? what, was... what did she do that in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two? <laughs> what? <laughs> I uh, think she right. did that in 2021. I have... Oh, yeah, this... Sh this... Wait. 
way. Oh, yes. Yes, it was. I found this year's dress. It was it very the one with the... Oh. Green lace arms. Yes. Yeah, the corset yeah. kind of... Yes. With her badonks, like, almost touching her chin. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very Bridgerton. Yeah. Very, very, very Bridgerton. Did you know that one of the issues that the Bridgerton actors are currently having is that when they're in costume and they're having to film outside, they keep getting sunburnt on their chest? Oh, really? Yeah, because they, they can't put sun cream on because of the makeup that they're having to use. So, okay. effectively, because of the low cut, it's effectively all that part that you can see of Billy's like shoulders, chest area. They're getting yeah. like really severe sunburns in that section. Oh. And quite a number of them have mentioned it. And it's obviously only the women. Um yeah. typical. But yeah, it's just oh I cannot imagine how painful it would be to have sunburn on my chesticles. Oh no. Oh my god, that would I have um... It'd hurt, would it? Imagine it around the nipple area. Oh. I have I... piercings there, Ugh. and I have a feeling that that area getting sunburned. Oh no, it's bad enough in the cold, let alone the heat. <laughs> Just imagine crispy bacon. Oh my god, no! Oh my god, that sent a shiver down my spine. Same. No. <laughs> like I don't. I no no. No, that's no. not acceptable. Like, I, I, ge I, I feel sorry for the actors of Bridgerton. Like, I know that a lot of people love the show. I've not watched it. Um, kind of tempted to, ish. I I want to watch The Crown. I've watched so much The Crown. That's what I want to I haven't watched it, but I want to watch it. But apparently they get a lot of things to do with the Queen inaccurate. Yes, that's correct. The Queen a herself, lot. they get inaccurate. What yeah. I want to know is if they include the whole Charles tampon controversy. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be a tampon. Of course you oh would, Oh my god, I'm so of glad you know that. <laughs> Of course you would. I am you jealous of your tampon. Man. I wish I could be reincarnated as one and put inside of you. Oh. <laughs> Why? Ugh. Why on earth would anyone it's, say that? It's the Just, biggest ick. It is disgusting. Like, that I, is such oh, an ick. Such an ick. Like, I've never, never mm -hmm. experienced an ick that bad in my existence. Um. Oh, have you seen how I just... he's been treating people as well? What you do know, you like mean? when he's supposed to be signing documents and stuff? Uh, there's videos of him like kind of. I've like... seen a video where a pen pen ink uh, pen leaked. Yeah, yeah, that. It, uh, oh. Yeah. He's so disrespectful, and he's so just... outwardly disrespectful. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I just so, I so wish that we had Diana on the phone right now. Oh yeah. Oh Camilla. Have you heard the uh, 
the rumors going around at the moment about Diana still being alive. Oh, I would thoroughly support that, and if it have you seen true, that though? I'm so happy. I have with the not... uh, ITV. There, there's a I ITV basically with the whole Queen's funeral thing. She was getting transported from one place to another, and I think it was at the time when she was driving past her horse and her corgis, and that was so heartbreaking. But yeah, she was driving past her horse and her corgis and all this. She was on a road. There was like loads of motorbikes, loads of police cars, all of that stuff, and ITV News were broadcasting the entire thing. Yeah. And you just hear someone in the background, in Diana's voice, <gasps> yes, saying yes, yes it's irreversible. Um, and they kind of about like immediately crap. cut it off. And then they cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful. And I can't remember what everybody's saying that that's actually supposed to be from. Um, I don't know. I just see the controversy that is Diana. <laughs> yeah, we, we only really care about Diana, it's fine. I just well, really wish I could have her amazing. hair. I know. No, right. I don't even know. I, I don't think most people have seen my mother's hair in the 80s. I am so <laughs> jealous of it. I want that hairstyle. You know, like the, uh, the super big curls and... Uh, I don't. I want to find someone that's like got the got the hairstyle. Who's someone that's famous that has the hairstyle? That is a really nice one. It's not that like frizzy. You know the one. Uh, I'm really hoping about, that you like, know what I'm talking about. The grease hairstyle, like this. About to. I say I grease, but it's definitely not grease. I am about to send you a, a picture. Like. Okay. That kind of curl, kind of like that. Yes, kind of like that. But well, it's um, less <clears throat> and she had her fringe like upwards, kind of. So it's like she would like curl her fringe so that it went out and up and yes. round like that. That kind of stuff. Yes, that oh. kind of style. Exactly that kind of stuff. I so wish I had that hairstyle. And I, oh, I just mother. found what my <laughs> hair used to look like. This is what my hair ah. used to look like prior to alopecia. Ah, uh, that's that that's was my is. natural hair. That's oh. how my mum had her hair. But imagine yes. it with a fringe. Yes. That's what I'm jealous of. I want that. I want it so bad. I want that, but that wig would cost me a fortune. <laughs> yes, it would. It would. That is so much hair. <laughs> Meanwhile, I am in the awkward, and I think a lot of people can relate to this. I am in that awkward phase where I have curl naturally uh, like halfway wavy halfway curly hair it's yeah. like not wavy but it's not curly it's directly in the middle in between but I have no idea how to style it so I'll just blow dry my hair normally as if it was straight and then just it just turns into a major frizz ball and I look like a lion <laughs> I have no idea how to style it I don't know how to do it I just straighten my hair and just say my hair is straight, but it's not. It's curly, and I just can't do anything about it. If any of you know what Avril's hair is right now, that's how my hair is like as well. I have exactly her hairstyle, and it's just as thick, and mine's just longer than hers, and I don't have a fringe. <laughs> that's the only difference. <laughs> so, like, what texture does your hair have? Frizzy. <laughs> Just... Frizzy texture. Frizzy isn't the no, texture. It's like... Frizzy is like the, the 
the leftover. <laughs> I mean, it's quite... It's smooth, but it's not... Oh, I don't know how to explain it. Is it supposed to be wavy? It's supposed to be in between wavy and curly, but it's not. Right, okay. It, I kind of don't know how to style it, so it just turns into a frizzle. Well, by any chance, do you have a diffuser on your hairdryer? No. <laughs> okay, so first step is to get a diffuser. Second step would be to get some curl cream. Yeah. Um, and when you're drying your hair, kind of, instead of like rubbing your hair, just kind of scrunch it. And yeah. then scrunch it with the diffuser, because I think you just have curly hair. I've heard to do it with a t-shirt as well instead of a towel. Yes, a t-shirt also works because it absorbs <laughs> more of the water. Um, yeah. While not taking out the curls. So I'll have to try that as well. Yeah, I, I would recommend it. Because it just sounds like you've got curly hair because I have exactly the same issue. So. Yeah, exactly. So I need to do it somehow. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but that that's that's all the time we have today. <laughs> it is, yes, so, unfortunately. I'm sure we will be able to find another time to chat. Oh, 100%. Um, <laughs> You'll have me back here again, it's fine. I 100%. Oh, yeah. I'm loving these convos. I have to come back. <laughs> you don't have a choice. Okay, that's perfectly fine <laughs> with me. <laughs> right, okay. So, we will pop off. Have a lovely day, everyone. Goodbye, Megan. Goodbye, Theo. <laughs> Au revoir. Au revoir. It's time for some outtakes. Here's, here's just a little snippet of my general fuck-up. I wasn't recording any of Oh, that. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> on the plus side, on the plus side, that kind of saves me because you said pissed off. And I yeah, like, I realised that after I said it. Yeah, I, I was just like, I'm going to have to edit that out later. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's fine. It's only a beepy boy. Yeah. <laughs> I do that to myself regularly. Just like, yeah. I'll just be talking and then I'll get to the word and then I'll just be like, mm, stop, stop. Yeah. <laughs> Pump the brakes. Right, it's fine. It, it was only like three minutes. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Right. We'll just start again. We'll just start again. It's fine. Deep breaths, me. I am definitely putting this in outtakes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Put some exclusive content up on the podcast. Just be like, if you want some wacky shit at the end, here you go. Yep. Oh, <laughs> shitting hell. <laughs>